Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Indescribable.
Examine natural law. And you cannot help reaching the conclusion that he who put it all together and makes it function so perfectly must be all wise. We can prove this by mathematical law. Suppose you put ten pennies marked from one to ten in your pocket and gave them a good shuffle. Now try to take them out in sequence from one to ten, putting back the coin each time and shaking them all again. Mathematically, we know that your chance of drawing a one is one in ten. Of drawing one and two in succession is ten in one hundred. Of drawing one, two, and three in succession is one in one thousand, and so on. Your chance of drawing them all from one to ten in succession would reach the unbelievable figure of one in ten billion. By that same reasoning, so many exacting conditions are necessary for life on earth that they could not possibly exist in proper relationship by chance. The earth rotates on its axis at 1,000 miles an hour at the equator. If it turned at 100 miles an hour, our days and nights would be 10 times as long as now. And the hot sun would likely burn up our vegetation each long day while at night any surviving sprout might well freeze. Is it a coincidence that the great oceans and seas are brainy in nature, while the lakes and the rivers are clear and pure, that each body holds fish and animals ideally suitable for those environments? Evolutionists would say, yes, all those things could happen over millions and billions of years. Really? If we put a beautiful brand new automobile out in the field, and expose it to the rain, snow, sleet, wind, and burning sun, and examine it ten years later, what do you imagine it would look like? Will it be a beautiful automobile? No, it will be rusted. The tires rotten, the windows cracked or broken, the paint peeling. There is always a downward evolution. What is good and usable will de-evolve into a rotting husk. By looking at nature and examining the laws under which it operates and is sustained, we are moved to shout, How great thou art! Listen now as Stephanie McClellan and Liz Harris sing for us this beautiful song entitled, Who Am I? Yeah. 
You are listening to Joy in the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Buddy Hand plays for us the trumpet this lovely song, Crown Him with Many Crowns.
your brain is much more intricate than the most complex computer devised by man. There are upwards of 10,000 to 50,000 independent nerve cells in every cubic millimeter, 10 to 15 billion altogether. Each nerve cell is able to receive simultaneous information from thousands of cells and then funneling this new information to many other cells. Your body is not a product of evolution. It was wonderfully designed by an omniscient creator. In the human body, there are 600 muscles, 1,000 miles of blood vessels, 350 arteries important enough to name. The skin spread out would cover 16 square feet. It has 1.5 million sweat glands, which spread out on one surface would occupy 10,000 square feet and cover five city lots. The lungs are composed of 700 million cells, all of which we use in breathing equal to a flat surface of 2,000 square feet, which would cover a city lot. In 70 years, the heart beats 2,500,000,000 times and lifts 50,000 tons of blood. The nervous system has 3 trillion nerve cells. You may ask, how does the heart get sufficient rest between beats? How does the kidney know to filter out the poison and leave the good things alone? Who gave the tongue the flexibility to form words and a brain to understand them, but denied it all to the animals? Is it all accidental? Is there a God? Everything that is within man and outside of him speaks of God's wisdom. Yes, there is a God and he loves you and me and sent his only begotten son to die a horrible death on the cross for our sins. Listen to the words of this song as John and Penny Harris sing my tribute.
Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of Lord Jesus Christ, the Olivet Discourse, the parable of the fig tree. Matthew chapter 24, verses 32 to verse 35. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When its branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, you know that summer is nigh. So likewise, ye, when you shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. The parable of the fig tree is also found in Mark 13, verses 28 to 33, and Luke chapter 21, verses 29 to 33. Israel is seen in the scriptures as the olive tree, the vine, the bramble, that's apostate Israel, the fig, that's Israel's religious life. With the fig, you have the miracle, the parable of the cursing of the fig tree, Matthew chapter 21. You have the miracle, the parable of the preserving of the fig tree, that's Luke 13. You have the miracle, the parable of the rebutting of the fig tree, that's Matthew chapter 24, verse 34. As dispensationalists, God does not change in relationship to himself or his divine attributes, but his dealings with mankind have changed. Here, at the Altoona Bible Church, we're not just dispensationalists, but we are mid-Acts dispensationalists. Mid-Acts dispensationalism believes and teaches that the beginning of the church, the body of Christ, occurred in mid-Acts, Acts 13, versus starting the church on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. We fully recognize and understand the difference between the nation of Israel, God's program and promises to Israel, and God's promise and the program to the church, the body of Christ. Though the nation of Israel and the dispensation of grace has been blinded and set aside, God is not finished with the nation of Israel. Romans chapter 11, verses 13 to verse 15. For I speak to you Gentiles, inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify my office. If by any means I may provoke to emulation them which are my flesh, and might save some of them. For if the casting away of them, that's Israel, be the reconciling of the world, what shall the receiving of them be but life from the dead? Romans chapter 11, verse 25. For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you be wise in your own conceits that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Again, the word mystery is a secret. And this is the secret, the mystery of the blindness of Israel. And this is one of Paul's five mysteries. And notice it's until the fullness of the Gentiles over in the book of Luke, the Lord Jesus Christ in the Olivet Discourse speaks of the times of the Gentiles. Totally different between the fullness of the Gentiles and the times of the Gentiles. We do not teach nor subscribe to replacement theology. 
which would teach that the nation of Israel has failed, they sinned, they've been set aside, God is finished with them as a nation, and the church, the body of Christ, inherits spiritually her blessings. We reject that theology, that doctrine. We understand and believe and know that God is not done with the nation of Israel, and we see this miracle of the rebutting of the fig tree. The fig tree is the nation of Israel. The main point of the parable of the fig tree is that when you see the buds on the trees, you know that summer is nigh. It is near. The it there is the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. Luke chapter 21, verse 31. So likewise ye, when ye shall see these things come to pass, know that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Some believe and teach that these words have already been fulfilled by Titus in 70 A.D., with the destructions of the Jewish temple and of the city of Jerusalem. The seven-year tribulation period, the 70th week of Daniel, with all its events and the second coming of Christ, await a future fulfillment. Matthew 24, the Olivet Discourse has not been fulfilled. It has not been historically fulfilled. It awaits a future fulfillment. Also, we see in that parable where he talks about seeing the issue of signs. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. The nation of Israel needed to repent and be converted. And since those conditions were not fulfilled, the events did not come to pass, and we know what happened, that the nation of Israel was blinded and set aside. But one day, when the dispensation of grace comes to an end, when you have the issue of the long-suffering of God reaching its zenith, when you have the completion of the body of Christ, the fullness of the Gentiles come in, this dispensation will end, we'll meet the Lord in the air, what we call the rapture of the church, the body of Christ, the dead in Christ rise first, we who are alive remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And what's going to happen on earth We're going to see, we won't be here, but literally you have the fulfillment of the book of Revelation, you have the fulfillment of this Olivet Discourse that's found in Matthew, that's found in Mark, and that's found in Luke. So Israel needed to repent. Look with me in your Bibles to Acts chapter 3, verse number 19, down through verse 21. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you. Sending Christ, that's the second coming. Verse 21, whom the heaven must receive unto the time of restitution of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. See, there's a twofold program of God. God's dealing with Israel and God's dealing with the church, the body of Christ. And we're in the dispensation of grace today. God is not dealing with the nation. He is dealing with individuals. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. But God's not finished with Israel. That's the point. That's the point of the parable of the fig tree, that God is going to restore the nation of, of Israel. Have you ever trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior? Romans chapter 4 says, Now to him, verse 4, Now to him that worketh the reward, not reckoned of grace, but of debt. Verse 5, But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. 
the only way of salvation. The Lord Jesus Christ is the only way. You need to believe and trust on him before it's eternally too late. If you never have, if you believe your good works or religion or church attendance or water baptism is going to save you, you will not. Believe on him before it's eternally too late. And for us who are Christians, we need to be studying God's word. We need to rightly divide God's word. We need to apply God's word so that we can be living for God and serving him today. listening to join the morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Good morning, good morning.